0: Undefeated lightweight prospect Kevin Siler. Thank you so much, Kevin, for coming on the show again. Um, how's life right now in, uh, Southern Florida?
1: Last time, uh, I had a good time and, uh, it's, I'm glad to be back talking to you. Um, you mean the weather in Florida?
0: Yeah. Just overall, you know, how's life right now for you?
1: Uh, oh yeah. Um, it's good, man. It's good. I'm getting close to the fight. You know, it's, 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 uh, it's hard work. Um, um, and I'm I'm under stress right now, but I'm enjoying the process and this is my life uh, This is why I enjoy what I enjoy what makes me feel alive. So uh, I'm grateful, man
0: All right before we jump into the last year of fighting. I wanted to talk about your appearance on Factory X Bolivia How did you end up on the show and what exactly was going on because I'm not really too fluent at Spanish?
1: I can't believe you uh, you found that uh <laughs> Yeah, and I've never been asked that. Um, so my brother is a—he's an artist, he's a singer-songwriter and uh, an artist as well. Um, and he was—he was uh, back then a, a judge uh, in the X Factor. Mm-hmm. And you know they do side—you uh, know side notes, you know um, side stuff. And one of the one of the notes they did is uh, was my upcoming fight in the contender. And then they did another one uh, after I was victorious. And, yeah, I came out there, and they interviewed me, and then um, uh, my girlfriend was in the crowd, uh, and they, like, you know, doing controversy and that, and there were other girls, like, uh, like cheering and all that, and they were, like, uh, kind of messing with her, and then she, uh, she did, like, a dance, uh, like, a dance uh, standoff or something. It was weird. Like, they completely took the spotlight away from what I was doing, which was weird, but... It's still X Factor, and right. there's a lot of eyes in that. So, yeah, it was good to be there.
0: I think it's because your girlfriend is, is, is so beautiful, you know what I mean, that they wanted to kind of focus yeah. on her a little bit more. Because I was confused. I was like, who's this girl in the crowd? And then you ended up kissing her. And I'm like, what's going on here? Like, yeah. I thought she was like a, a singer yeah. or like somebody. It's
1: also, it's also in the media. Like she's, she, uh, she, she's a part of another program. She's yeah. like a host for another program. And so it's all kind of the same circle, and so so they wanted to make her a part of it. All
0: right, all right. Well, that's good to know, man. Well, you know, at least you're in the good circles over there in Bolivia, you know what I mean? So once you get into the UFC, you get on all the shows out there.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. All
0: right. Well, you know, one year ago, you competed at Dana White's Contender Series. You completely dominated Lance Lawrence. But you know, of course you you missed weight, you know that's something that it was publicized was making weight harder and harder for you each fight leading up to the contender series, or did something just happen up you know leading up to the fight
1: so uh I hadn't made one forty five in a in a while when I fought in the contender series um i uh, I try to make one forty five in two thousand and seventeen It's recording right
0: mm-hmm
1: and uh I, I missed weight for that one, and after that, I took a bunch of fights at 150, uh, and I made 150 easy. And then when contender uh, when contender called, um, I said this is the time to finally get this right, 145. And unfortunately, I was really heavy when uh, when I started camp, and I'm just a big guy for 145, and I'm not. I I would have to change my lifestyle. I would really have to change my body because. I've grown out of the 145 frame and uh, i'm I, I'm not ruling it out but for now 155 is my new home and when I when I start when I start feeling that guys are too big or the competition is is harder and harder uh, I might consider it again
0: is there any regret you know what I mean going there and and fighting at 145 should you know when you look back at it it's like man I should have took a fight at 155 like you are going to in this upcoming fight.
1: No, there's no regret of that because I truly, I truly believe that I was, I could make 145. Mm-hmm. Um, what I do regret is keeping it, uh, keeping it, keeping silence, keeping it to myself when I fell in trouble during camp, not reaching out, you know, not, not telling my manager, um, you know, I just kept it to myself. I kept saying to myself, you know, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it. No matter how how heavy I get to to the weigh-ins, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna suffer and I'm gonna make it because this is the chance of my lifetime. But um, no matter no matter how how big of a of a, of a life uh, opportunity it is, your body is still biologically your body. And I cut 14 pounds or something, and I was just dead after that. And uh, that's my regret. You know, we could have we could have called and said, you know, we need two more weeks or or you know, let's let's do a catch weight or 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 I don't know. But I was afraid. I was afraid that I will I, I will get pulled from the fight. Um, and I panicked and I didn't I didn't uh, I didn't uh, act well under pressure. Um, and I didn't do the right thing. So um, I, that's my regret. And uh, I learned from that. You know?
0: But if you look at the positive side of it, you got to perform in front of Dana White, and he knows your capabilities now. So heading into this fight. He's expecting something spectacular, so, you know, you can deliver.
1: Yeah. Actually, the fact that I missed weight, um, it it made me fight with such a sense, sense of urgency. You know, it was like, if you lose, you're not coming back, because you miss weight, and on top of that, you lost. So, you have to win, for sure. Uh, and I think it really, really, really made me go that extra mile, man. So... If that was a blessing, I'll take it, you know, and they were very impressed. So
0: That's great. Now, you know, you were campaigning to step in on short notice, you know, because the UFC was looking for fighters to step in with all these cancellations and people not wanting to fight. Mm -hmm. Was there any discussions with the UFC for you to step in throughout the last year or so?
1: Yeah, there there were a couple. They didn't materialize. Uh, One of those was uh, from my end. Um, it was too short notice uh i was too heavy even for 155 you know it's not like like 55 i can make five five days notice i can't mm-hmm. uh, and it was a, a big dude a, a tough guy and, and then the other ones that i i did commit um they went with another uh, with another fighter so it didn't it didn't materialize unfortunately
0: yeah well you know you got the contender series you know coming up yeah. so it's all good. Yeah.
1: We're here, we're here. That's yeah. that's all in the past. It doesn't really yeah. matter now.
0: Before we get into the the fight coming up, I wanted to ask you about the the fight you took in December at lightweight. You went in there, made weight, finished your opponent in the second round, picked up a title, you know, in the process. Your opponent, man, he was tough. He defended against some serious submission attempts. Were you surprised by that when you're in there?
1: Yeah, I was surprised. He caught me off guard. Um Uh, I went with the mindset of not losing, you know, because I didn't want to risk my contender series spot and everything, but I had to stay active. And I saw the videos of this guy and he was very explosive, but I really expected to finish him quick, you know, because his jujitsu wasn't very good. And I made the mistake of going in there and trying to finish the fight just too quick. You know, I usually take down the guy and Control and control and then take my time and this one. I didn't really want to like I didn't really want to Make too much effort, you know, I wanted to get get in and get out and And this guy was not gonna go easy And so he kept he caught me off guard a few times He uh, and you know those guys from uh, South America mm-hmm. their jiu-jitsu is uh, is unorthodox it's it's funky sometimes so it, they explode in ways that like you're not accustomed to react and he put me in some tough spots you know he tagged me a few times and yeah i was surprised with uh with his with his toughness and he missed weight as well so i was a, i was in the end, i was in the in the other end this time around you know
0: now for this fight upcoming you know there's a pandemic going on florida has been hit hard by the by the coronavirus you know what is your training situation like right now
1: uh for me it's been normal man like when the pandemic first hit it was hard to train um i was training at, at my house you know doing pad work with some buddies and doing road work and getting some uh grappling rounds at a there's a warehouse that a buddy owns and and we would roll there but but not too much uh and then i got concerned a little bit because the, the UFC uh, started doing shows and I didn't feel that I was getting uh, the proper training um, but then uh, American top team opened up for uh, pro fighters only that have fights and that are tested and so I started going there and my coach Ben Stark also uh, opened up again and started training me so uh, for this for the like right right in the start of this camp it was all back to normal. Um just just the 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 safety measures you have to take, it's extra stuff but no 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 issues there.
0: Have you been tested yourself?
1: Uh I was tested um when I went to Vegas recently to do the pre fight shoots and I came back negative of course. I wouldn't be in the fight if not. Um and so yeah, I used that test to come back to ATT and said, Hey I got tested, I'm negative. But I haven't been tested again.
0: When you heard Mike Brown, you know, one of the staples of American Top Team, he tested positive, right? What was uh-huh. was that a concern for a lot of people in the gym?
1: Yeah, actually Mike Brown, um I think he recently uh announced that it was a false negative. Oh, okay. Um and uh that was a bummer, you know, for, for him not being able to corner Masvidal. all. Um I'm not a hundred percent sure about this, this fact, but that's I recently heard that. Uh, and then there were other, other, uh, coaches and fighters, not only Mike, but others that had coronavirus, Um, and I was a little concerned, but I mean, there's no point in, in, in worrying because I've I still got to go train there. It's not like I'm not going to go. Um, you know, if I get it, I get it. Uh, I just, uh, the only thing that is in my power is taking the safety measures and, uh, and good man god will take uh take care of the rest
0: no doubt man uh now who is the the core group that you've been working with to prepare yourself to, for the contender series
1: yeah well it's the, the the whole att crew you know um um i sparred uh, and grappled uh renato moicano uh actually in the first phase of my camp because like later he's really he's, he's really tough and you know i don't I I need some rounds that I can, you know, implement my game plan. He's not even a Southpaw, you know. I was working with him. I roll with, uh, you know, with Sidney Outlaw a lot. Um, He's tough as nails. Um, um, Tiago Moises. Um, There's a a bunch of Russian guys that I can't even know their names, Uh, and they're they're like 19-1, and and 20-0. I've uh, I've gone with them. Um, And another... A few other up and comers that that helped me um, uh, in one on one sessions as well.
0: That's great to hear, man. Because there's a lot of guys out there that are training with like two or three training partners. That's it. But you seem that you know to have a lot of different looks. So that's great to hear. Now your upcoming yeah. opponent, Kenny Cross. You know he seems like he has some hype behind him. What are your thoughts on him?
1: Yeah. Um, he uh, he's a tough. He's a he's a tough opponent. He has a. Uh, I don't know about the hype. I don't know. I don't know if he has more, much hype, but yeah, when I saw his fights, I, I saw that the crowd uh, really gets uh, behind him, um, and he's very confident. You know, um, he, he he's a, he's a showman, and and he's a finisher, and he fights. Uh, he fights. Uh, he fights very uh, tooth and nails. You know, ten and three, he has experience. You know, thirteen fights. It's no joke. It's a different challenge that what I faced. Uh, this is the first southpaw I faced in a, in a pro fight, and um, yeah, he's 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 a good opponent, but he's got that he's got that uh, if factor, you know, that he doesn't train in a in a high level. Well, not a high level, but like world class level place, you know. There's there's killers everywhere. I know I'm aware of that, but you know um, he's got that if that that asterisk there. That uh, I'm gonna try to take advantage of.
0: Studying him, you know, where do you think, or where do you feel your strengths lie?
1: Um, I know everybody says this in cliche, but I really feel that I have advantage everywhere in the fight. Mm-hmm. We'll see right. that though. <laughs> all
0: right. <laughs> now his yeah. only losses, he has three losses. They're all by submission. Most of your wins are by submission. Do you see yourself taking him to the ground? and and just tapping them out is that is that the game plan i don't want to get too focused on what exactly the game plan is but you know it looks clear
1: it's a possibility man Mm -hmm. um um hey i'm not going into a a a battle of uh of of many guns with a knife and a pistol you know i'm gonna Mm -hmm. throw everything at him and i I, i'm a very well-rounded guy and and we'll see where the fight takes us you know he's got a loss last year uh like, really, really suspect loss, man, against a guy that's not not very, you know, not very impressive. So, I don't know what that tells me, you know. I'm truly not, I'm trying not to bank on that, you know, because uh, I know this is the opportunity of his lifetime. And I'm expecting a, 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 a better version, uh, a, a better Kenneth Cross. Um, but, you know, I'm a beast, man. Uh, he's going to find out the hard way.
0: You said earlier that in your first fight on the Contender Series, you had a lot of urgency to perform well. And you went to the decision. It was a dominant performance. But in this upcoming fight, do you feel like there's more urgency for you to not go to the decision and actually finish this fight to earn that contract?
1: Not really, because, um, you know, um, I don't want to make the mistake to pursue the finish too much like last time. Because I ended up, uh, I still dominated the fight, but I ended up uh, in a couple of tough spots and getting very, very, very tired because I try to finish the guy so much. So this time I'll make the adjustment and I'm just gonna be myself like last time. I don't need to, uh, I don't need to pursue anything or force anything. I think, uh, especially with the, how the last fight was, you know, it was. I think, in my humble opinion, I think it is the the best contender series fight we've seen. That one and the one between Mike Davis and Yusuf or um, I don't remember his name too much. But um, so, man, like I don't really need to super impress. I think I have to perform and I have to make weight. All
0: right. One last thing before I let you go. There's many different types of competitors in this sport. Would you consider yourself more of a, a martial artist or a, a prize fighter?
1: mm um, that's a tough question um i think uh i think in this in this particular uh uh moment of my life i'm i'm more of a fighter you know i'm more of a fighter because martial artists uh martial artists are not very concerned about politics of the sport and or winning or losing or working up the ranks you know the martial arts way is is the actual art the the, the the journey the process you know so yeah i am a martial artist i will be for life but in this in this moment of my life um i am a um, i am a prize fighter and then when i retire um i will be a, a lifelong uh martial arts you know M- makes mar- uh, martial artist
0: august 4th contender series kenny cross ufc apex kevin always good talking to you man and hopefully uh You know, you go out there and perform, get that contract, and, and, you know, we get you back on the show, and you'll be making a UFC debut. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you, man. I appreciate it.